What would happen if you took the school bus home? The police might ask you to take it back. Hi there, my name's James and thank you so much for checking out my podcast, Dad Mind Matters. Helping men to safely navigate family life without losing their minds. In this podcast, I talk to learning coach Richard Crew about what you can do to have the courage to take that all-important leap of faith. I think there's something that's happening. I've noticed there's a new phrase that goes around for sure. And, I, and it's generally amongst men that I hear it, hear this phrase. And it, the phrase is, I'll, I'll ring someone up or I'll see someone. And the phrase that men are exchanging is, where you at? Oh, okay. Yeah. And uh, this is what I hear people saying, where are you at? So if I speak to my mate Jim, where are you at? If I speak to my brother, where are you at? You know, it is one of these conversations that happens. And a couple of years ago, I was in I was in a tricky place because I'd spent 19 years in education. And mentally, my mental health was on the floor. I was Which high- is completely understandable after 19 years of education. Oh, yeah, yeah. So as much as I love the job and love what I do, I think it got to a point where... I'd run out of space of, of, of doing it. So, you know, upon reflection, you know, it was just about two years ago, I, I really started to think about what am I doing? I'm The mornings are really tight. The evenings, um, I'm still digesting. It takes me two hours to digest what happened during the day. And then it all manifested in the fact that I was neurologically unwell, physically unwell, and I'm fit, but I was felt physically unwell. So I decided to not stay in schools. And when I'd said to Tammy, I'm not going to do this anymore because I don't think I'll be around much longer if I do. Um, so that was a very tricky Which is a brave view. thing to do. And it's something that in my a job that I used to do as a seafront officer, mm. sadly, I had to deal with lots of suicide attempts and mental health interventions. And that's where you can see that the dad has just hung on for as long as he can. And then there's a major fault line and something gives it's you can't. And I think I take my hat off to you for having the courage to actually do that because all it, all it will do is inspire other people, other dads that like, actually that is, maybe it is okay to put myself first. Maybe I've got to actually, do you know what? I need to give myself a time out because if I do, Mm. I might live another 30, 40 years. That's, you know, and that's the problem, I think. So, because actually... But it was a big decision. It was a uh, massive but, decision. But it was very easy to make that decision. Because I knew what the financial uh, consequence was. I knew what the final financial consequence was, especially with the current situation going on in the country. But it was it was basically, that's it, I'm done. I, I, I And when I say I'm done I'm on anything, that's it. I'm not going to change my mind. And... And and it wasn't a decision that was made in a day. It probably took me about two years to make that well, decision. Yeah, it, it wasn't. It wasn't a day. You've been about, weathered down over two, two years. It was about two years. And two I imagine that's a, how a lot of people two feel. To three years. It was a decision coming, and I, and when I made the decision, I I cannot tell you on January the first, you know, a year and a bit ago, I was felt young. I felt enthusiastic. I felt motivated. I was calm. I was relaxed. I was empowered. I felt fresh. I was looking up when I was walking around the streets rather than looking down. And I put, I was doing loads of mind maps, loads of creativity. Um, and I just put myself out there. And it's been the best decision I've made probably since I was 24 of 23 of saying I want to go to university. So you, you get those crossroad moments. Like yeah. 23 when I had a crossroad. 20, yeah, 23. And then 20. Uh, 22, 23 years later, I had another huge crossroads where I had to make a decision. 
but this time I had a mortgage, bills, family. So it was harder. It's much harder because it's not much just about harder. you. If you're 23 and living in a flat on your own you and you know... Mistakes. You what, loads of them. Yeah, you think, well, do you know what? My outgoings is X, my incomings yeah. is X. Yeah. I just need to... I need. To, oh, that's fine. But as you said, the minute you've got a mortgage and uh, swimming lessons and you're like, it's, it's not just about what I want. It's what is there, there are four people on me relying to get up and do this hellish existence mm. so that we can live in this house and pay the bills. It's and I can understand how partners might think, oh, this is a bit scary. He's you know, he's the main. Oh, yeah. It's oh, but yeah. but in, I also can see is that when you actually take that leap of faith and back yourself you do get slightly reborn and it's like me with the podcast and writing a book and it's, I suddenly, I'm actually, I'm looking forward to tomorrow as opposed to, Oh God, I just got to get through to the weekend and then I can get pissed. (laughs) I don't like living like that. No. Well, you're not living. It's when people, it's one that there's a phrase in, in the workplace that people say, Oh, I can't wait for the weekend. I'm like, and I used to say, no, no, no. When you look forward, what are you doing tonight? Surely. Well, that's the difference. But until you're like you've done, until you're actually, and actually, you will find a way, even if it means that right, I'm sitting down my finances and I need to, I need to save thirty percent. You can do it. You mm. can. To- there are some things you can't, like your mortgage. But even then, you can. There are ways if you're clever and and resourceful and speak to people and speak to people. So yeah. it's not as much. It's as much about what you can save as much what you what you need to earn. And actually, I just think. And it's very easy to say because I've not completely, you know, taken a leap of faith. I'm still, you know, got a job, which just means I can do this a bit more. And I'm sure that's lots of people. And actually, my advice to anyone thinking, I hate my job. I'm miserable. What do I do? Well, I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't hand your notice in. But what I might do is I might start in any spare time I have. They say, you know, you work from seven to seven at your day job, pays the bills. But then from eight o'clock, once your kids are in bed till maybe even midnight or one o'clock, work on yourself. Mm. And it's, it's that stuff. And one, uh, uh, what you need to get to the point is that tipping balance when the stuff you're doing in your, in your spare time is either equal, that's when you know, right, well, we've got to go for this. Yeah. Um, but it's not, as you said, it's not an easy decision. No, I was just digesting what you were saying. Um, and because the, 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 the go-to statement is I haven't got time, people say. That's a go-to statement in the, in the age that we are. We haven't got time. But you speak to a 15-year-old, and they, they say the same phrase, oh, I haven't got time. You've got loads of time, mate. No, you haven't. So, but what I would say is, is how do we break that mould of I haven't got time? And I think the first place is to chat. So, for example, for example, I'm currently thinking the thing that I need to add to my life is I need to speak a language. So how do I make that change? Or how do I add that layer to my life? Well, the first thing I'm going to do is I know someone who can speak different languages. So what I'm going to do and what I have been doing is speaking to them about how to do it. So I'll speak to that person. They will then inspire me. That will then lend me to a course. That course will then, I'll join the course. And then all of a sudden I'm going to be mixing with people that are doing a language course that will then give me a body of people to hang around with. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, and it'll snowball. It'll snowball. But where does it all begin? The more Spanish, you know, the more you want to know. Um, I think, I mean, it sounds like an annoying sort of like, um, motivational, but it's your, your why needs to be big enough. If your why is big enough, then you'll do it. And I think actually, although I know a lot of people go, I can't reinvent myself in my 40s or 30s. I actually think in a weird way, that's the perfect time. But I love change. Yeah. I seek it. 
I think cert- I think if you're a parent, that's you're never going to have a bigger why. I know certainly when I became a dad for the first time, I got a drive that it just my present state wasn't good enough for my daughter. Mm. You, you, I, 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 I was so you, you fall in love with your kids. I loved my daughter so much. Mm. But I thought, this is not good enough. This flat is not good enough. And then no one had said anything or put any pressure on me. I just felt, right, you need to get a better job. And then that needs to get a better job. And then that needs to get a better job. And I just think, if you're not brave enough to do it for yourself, do it for your kids. And that sounds probably like a bit of a cliche, but I'm always much braver when I do things for my children. I I will happily stand up and do some public speaking for my children. I will happily stand. It's amazing. And and I just found that, that shift, you go... Okay, well, this isn't something I would do for myself for whatever reason, but I'll do it because Grace, William, and Jack need me to do this. If I do this and work my ass off and literally consider that I've got two jobs, their their childhood and adulthood might be much better if I put the work in for a decade. And I just thought, well, I'll do that all day long, and that's probably most parents. Most parents will be brave and work their ass off for their kids all day long. Yeah. And I think that that's helped me anyway. That's made me think it's not for me. It's for those three. who Yeah, role modelling. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Because what they see is what they know. I really hope you got something from this podcast. And if you like what I'm trying to do, please follow me. Or if you watch this on my YouTube channel, please hit subscribe. When I'm not podcasting, I like to work one-to-one with dads who might need a bit of one-to-one support. If that sounds like something you'd like to do and you'd like to talk to me about it, please let me know at mydadmissions at gmail.com. I hope wherever you are in the world, you're okay. Take care. Dad Mind Matters, helping men safely navigate family life without losing their minds. Two podcasts every week on a Monday and a Thursday. My book, First Time Dad, a 42-week guide to pregnancy, is available in Kindle and paperback form on Amazon, and an audiobook form on Audible. To sign up for my monthly newsletter, please visit my website www.dadmindmatters.com.